Hi, Eric. Hi, Maya. <laughs> Should we tell them what we just said? Yeah. I said to Eric, we can't keep doing our same annoying intro every time because it's going to scare people away. And Eric said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Our real fans get it, you yeah. know? Yeah. They're not here for a creative intro. They're here for you to get progressively drunker throughout the episode and say ridiculous, surreal things about Big Brother. Yeah, and and for our high-energy positivity. Yeah, I mean, my high-energy positivity and you getting drunk and forgetting how the show works. Yes. What's the show called again? (laughs) There he goes. (laughs) Classic. Um, Okay, so we got a few voice messages from last week. Um, Eric doesn't remember anything that happened this week. I I remember the people who were put up. Okay. I don't remember their names. Well, why don't we first, since the voice messages came in after the last, after the premiere, okay. let's do those first and then we'll talk about what happened this past week and yes. then we'll watch the eviction episode. Sounds good. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Michael, Mike, whatever you want to call me. I'm back. The cornfield has been miserable without any big brother, but I have been coronavirus free out in the cornfield. Um... I'm surprised I still remember the cornfield. Um, I'm going to make this quick because the live feeds just started and I'm watching Tyler talk game with someone. Um, anyways, this season looks, I have a lot of hope in it and I'm really excited and I don't know why you guys like Paul. <laughs> uh, Paul did nothing to be liked. I mean, actually, um, he was robbed, BB-18, but that's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for this season and I can't wait to watch with you guys and have a great time on the Blood on the Hands podcast, and I hope everyone else sends voice messages than just the few other people that did last season. And Eric, I love the new cover art, and I have eight seconds, because before my time runs out, okay, bye, 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 bye. You guys look um, fantastic tonight. Eric Michael's back. I'm so happy he's back. I wish he could have <laughs> seen me dramatically push my glasses up the bridge of my I know, nose you really, when like, he said like grinded your teeth that too. Paul did nothing. His whole jaw set like when he heard you say that. Listen, Paul... You don't even remember why you like Paul. You're right, I don't. <laughs> but I remember liking him and he's the only person I can remember liking on this show. Is it possible that you don't even like... What if you saw Paul... What if he was back on this season... Like, you might not even like him. Well, I liked him two seasons in a row. So I yeah. feel like, you know, it worked for me that long. Yeah. So. I don't know. I do. I keep reminding Eric that we're the only ones that are Paul super fans. Yeah. Everyone else seems to agree that Paul is. Well. We like him. Yeah. I would buy a t-shirt that says friendship on it. Weren't we just talking about that with someone? A t-shirt that says friendship? Like buying Paul merch. Does he have? Um, I don't know. We merch? should look. I'm sure. I'm sure he has like a fashion brand of like really long t-shirts. Yeah, we should look it up. Yeah, you, know? you could wear one of those. Like really long tank tops. Yeah, that seems like something. Uh, yeah, I'll wear a really long tank top. Anyway, I didn't even think that Michael's been. He's been safe in the cornfield this whole time. Yeah, that's a great place he's to be. He's perfectly preserved from coronavirus and all yeah. the horrible things that are. Maybe you should move to a cornfield. Perfect. A corn maze is perfect for social distancing. Is it a maze? I thought he was just in a cornfield. I don't remember. I think he's just trapped in a cornfield. Oh, there might be a maze in the middle. Okay, I thought he was in a maze. But anyway, um, it, you know. Uh, it's out in the open air. You're not recycling anyone's yeah. germs. Unlimited food. True. If you're a fan of corn. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, well, uh, I'm happy to hear he's he's yeah. flourishing out I there. I picture him just in a little, like, cleared-out square in the middle of the cornfield, and all he's got there is, like, a really comfy couch and a TV and a satellite dish playing Big Brother live streams. I picture that he's, he's like, um, created a little world for himself in their Gilligan's Island style, and everything's made out of corn, but he's got, like, <laughs> he's got a big-screen TV. Made he's out of got, corn? Made out of corn. Okay. <laughs> he's got, like, a Nintendo Switch, and he's got, like, uh, I don't know, like, a Peloton. And Maybe like a little a, friends on the couch made out of corn? Yeah, yeah. But it's all made out of corn, you know? Yeah. So he, do you think, like... He's not even watching Big Brother. He's just like... Just living his life. Just imagining it while he stares at a TV made out of corn. <laughs> and then he calls it and he's like, oh my God, no, 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 do you no. believe what Tyler it, did? It works. Like when the professor on Gilligan's Island mm. would make like radio, radios out of coconuts. Right, right, right. They worked. You okay, know? so he's like a magician. No, he's a scientist. <laughs> okay. Um, well, going back, so Michael mentioned the live feeds. Yeah. I've been thinking about Michael a lot this week because Michael is always, for, for new listeners joining us, Michael is really our um, our lens into the Big Brother like actual fandom yes. where he tells us all the crazy theories that are going on. He usually is able to tell us like layers of strategies that we don't, even I don't understand. He is the only reason I know anything about the show. I mean, I explain temporarily. the show to you, too. And then I forget it all. Right. But. but yeah, like this, like the conceptual stuff of the show he really gets it but I've been thinking about Michael this week because I made the difficult decision to mute the BB22 hashtag on Twitter because we don't watch the live feeds we just can't for a number of reasons we could I suppose but we don't want to Um, but I like it really sucks like when people are doing the play-by-play and then I I mean you don't know because you don't follow the Big Brother hashtags but like I follow a bunch of people on Twitter who watch Big Brother yeah and so it's like the moment somebody gets I actually knew that Kaser won the um, safety suite before we watched that episode Um, because it's like there's all these accounts it's just like live tweet everything that's happening on the live feeds yeah but I was thinking like it is interesting that there's such different ways to watch Big Brother where it's like you can just watch the TV show and like they'll explain everything to you and you get enough or you can get like real deep into it and start coming up with all the theories of like why CBS broadcasts certain things and not others and like what people are doing when they think they're you know not going to be on the show and whatever yeah, or you can uh, be, you know, held hostage by your wife uh, on the couch while the show is on. What does that mean? You know, I don't think I'd be watching Big Brother if it wasn't. You love Big Brother so much. I don't understand why. I don't, I'm still surprised that you watch the show with me, but you love it. You know, the weird thing about what I, what I like about Big Brother, I like it aesthetically. That's really the only what thing I enjoy mean? about it. I love how brightly lit it is, and I love, um, I love the weird like, cam- I love the weird camera transitions where it's like something's happening, and then the cutscene is like the camera turning and the little lens turning. You know uh-huh. what I mean? There's something about it that I enjoy looking at. <laughs> okay, that's weird, right? That is weird. I don't know. It's just it works for me. Okay, well, that's what. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, well, Michael, I'm so happy you're back. Oh, also, we got to shout out Michael's new podcast. Oh, yeah. It's called Backdoored. Um, Mike, again. Oh, get ready for the Eric and Maya bump. Yeah, I know. Here it comes. <laughs> Millions of listeners coming your way. No, but I'm so happy. Michael told us last year that he was thinking about finally making a Big Brother podcast. Yes. He knows way more about the show than we do. Yes. Um, he's also, as you can tell, extremely charming and funny. He's going um, to eclipse us and destroy our yeah, podcast. Yeah, please remember us when you're a famous podcaster, Michael. Yeah. 
Um, and don't forget to co- cross-promote because we're sending listeners your yeah. way, so yeah. call it this one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, a little quid pro, pro. Um Also, everybody heard Michael's request that he really wants all the other l- people who listen to our podcast, of which there are many, I'm not joking, lots of people do for some reason listen to this podcast. Yeah. Michael wants the rest of you to call in. We have a nice little community here. We're all friends. We watch the show together. Yep. You could be a part of that, you know? Call in, tell us what you think. It's easy. Yeah, who wouldn't want to talk to us? Yeah, depending on Eric's mood, you know, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, all right, we have two more messages. Oh, boy. Get ready. Hi, Eric and Maya. It's Brooke. You guys look amazing. Congratulations on your house. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. Eric, I'm right there with you. I really wish Paul was on the season. I've been waiting for an all-star season, and I'm so ecstatic, but I don't think it's a true all-star season without him, and I really miss him, but I understand why he's not on here. Um, I think it's awesome that Kesar and Janelle were the only two people that were on the previous all-star season. I think that's really cool. I totally agree. I think the um, competition to be to head to the HOH competition was really weird because it seemed very easy for the guys not the girls it was just really weird um I think Memphis and Cody will team up because they both know that duos work um and I think they both know that each other would be loyal to a duo Ian Terry is my nerd crush and I love him and I really want him and Nicole and David to team up together because they're very similar personality wise and I think they would do well together I kind of like Enzo he was in one of my all-time favorite alliances called the brogade but we'll see what happens um I love you guys and I'll talk to you later bye is she a little breath of fresh air or what? Brooke, you are incredible. You look amazing. You are an absolute dove. She's an inspiration. I love this woman. I know. She's, I honestly, whenever Julie Chen retires, God forbid, yes. if the day ever comes that she is 200 years old, I know what you're going to say. Anymore. Brooke Moonves. Yes. Yes. Brooke would be so good. <laughs> I agree. She's lovable. She's been watching the show forever. She gets it. She gets it. And she's so, everybody loves her. And, you know, in regard to and getting it. she can be a little sassy. She can. And that's important. Yeah, it is. Uh, she brought up an interesting point. What? This is supposed to be all stars. Uh-huh. Can someone... Okay, relax, relax. You're getting annoying. Can someone point me in the direction of a star on this show? Because Eric. I don't see okay. Paul. He's the only... You've gone too annoying. He's the, <laughs> he's the only one with star quality. All right, take it down a notch. Because pe- remember, people have to listen to this. Yeah, so okay. when your voice gets into that register... Okay. Okay? Paul... I challenge <laughs> any one of you <laughs> to show me someone who's got what Paul's got. Okay, Janelle is widely regarded as one of the greatest Big Brother players of all time. Uh-huh. Ian won against Dan, who's okay. one of the greatest players of all time. Nicole's been on fucking four times. I'm not talking whatever. about their resume. I'm talking about star the quality, star quality, uh-huh. it factor, that intangible something that makes somebody a star. Like, um, like Nicole. Like Nicole. Nicole Anthony. Yeah. Um. No. <laughs> Eric has a, I like Nicole. Eric has a thing with Nicole. It's just a little, it's, honestly, it's the accent. I just can't. I know, you just I can't I cannot, it. it's so great. Related to accents. Yeah. So, um, Brooke likes Enzo, who I think, okay, so I'm getting more and more, we've never seen him on the show before. I'm getting more and more on board with Enzo. I think he's a good guy. I think he's funny. I like that he's so, like, animated. That helps. I really think that Eric is going to end up loving Enzo. He doesn't think so. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not sure. I think that um, he gives off a, 
a somewhat inscrutable vibe yeah. that I haven't figured out yet. He he walks around staring at everybody as though he's pacing around a prison yard. <laughs> but I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it is a it is a weird vibe that I Is that star quality? Maybe. It could be. Um he uh He's just got this sort of, you know, I said it in our first episode. Uh, Yeah, you could call it je ne sais quoi. I would call it, um, you know, somebody who's been institutionalized for a while (laughs) and is back on the outside and hasn't quite integrated yet. Well, I like him and I find him very entertaining. (laughs) Um, Brooke also mentioned the possible alliances. Cody does seem to be heading in the Memphis direction, although he immediately teamed up with Enzo, apparently because they're from New Jersey. Yeah. And that was more powerful than his duo bond with Memphis or his being friends with Nicole Franz- Franzen, Franzel, whatever her name is. I was surprised that the Jersey thing worked out. I thought Enzo was going to try that and then he was going to walk away and then I know the other guy really was going to be like, get a load of this freak. But he was like, yeah, we're just Jersey guys. Hey, hey. It's a real thing. People from New Jersey love other people from New Jersey. Gabagool. Yeah. Do you have any other um, facts about people from New Jersey? Uh, just that I asked my friend from New Jersey if he ate gabagool growing up, and he was uh, really insulted. I thought you were going to say the thing about how they're bad drivers. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I, I do know that uh, they have absolutely no rules when it comes to driving. Yeah, they, it, that does seem to be the case. Yeah. I think the driver's test in New Jersey is when uh, they they open the car door and they give you a wiffle ball bat and you stand with your eyes closed and you put it on your forehead and you have to spin around 12 times and then you get in the car as fast as you can and just hit the gas. (laughs) And then you're just on the road. Yeah. That's where they come from. Yeah. Yeah. If you can make it into the car, you just got your driver's license Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so not the biggest fans (laughs) in New Jersey. Um... But I feel like Brooke really gets us. I feel like she's always aligned, unlike Michael, who has his own, you know, he's he goes off in his own direction. That's okay. He's a free spirit. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, well, except for that season when Brooke was into that um, that bro that we hated. I came around on him, though. The guy who no, smelled really not. bad and, like, didn't brush his teeth and stuff. Brett? Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you remember him? That's how I remember him. Yeah, the guy, everybody was like, ooh, he's hot. He's all like cut and chiseled. But then everybody on the show was complaining about how bad he smelled because he never. Is that when you started liking him? Well, then I realized that there was uh, depth to him. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's also probably when Brooke moved on from her. Probably. um, Also, totally agree with the Ian crush thing. I, every time Ian is on screen, I'm like, he, you remember who Ian is? Who's Ian? Ian is the one who was saying on last night's episode that he's uh, autistic. Oh, yeah, 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 that guy. Just adorable. I find him so, like, he gets along so well with everybody, and he's a fucking comp beast. You wouldn't think so, but he's great. Yeah. He he did kind of blow it in the last episode, though, when he was talking to Nicole and Enzo. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, here's the thing. That kind of bothers me when people do that. Like, Enzo ran up and told Cody that the two of them were talking. Yeah. People talk like you're all living in a house together. Yeah, but I think that like. I know, but it's just like it's such a stupid thing to grab onto. Also, well, I'm not going to say what it is, but I did. Even though I muted the hashtag, I saw some stuff that I think we're not going to like in terms of people ratting on each other. Really? Yeah. Okay. well. I also heard. I mean, I'm not I won't say all the details, but I heard that Janelle is really trying to stir things up. And one of the one of the quotes was she was like. Um, oh, because I think 
I think everybody in the house is this, like we'll see this tonight, is trying to do the thing where like Cody wants a certain person voted out. And so everyone's like, oh, we have to go with the HOH. And Janelle was like, why would you go with the HOH? We used to play where whatever the HOH wants, you want you do the opposite because as that like as the rest of the house, you have that power. That's why that's different. Yeah. And I completely agree. We've been saying that for seasons that it's like it's so annoying when the whole house just bands together and votes someone out because somebody randomly says that's who should go. Yeah. Oh, we got to go. The show's on. Yeah. Okay. We have one more voice message. We'll play it at a commercial. Yeah. Okay. Love you, Brooke. Bye. Bye. Maya and Eric, how you doing? Bobby, wonderful here. First time caller, long time listener from upstate New York. I just want to tell you, you two do a great job. So I got to tip my cap. You're the number one big brother podcast out there. So here's the deal. I got my ear on the betting market. The Sharps are all over. Davon Rogers. That's Davon Rogers at 16 to 1. She's a former poker dealer. And we got Ian Terry at 22 to 1. That's Ian Terry at 22 to 1 to win the competition. We're guaranteeing one of those two are going to win. I got sources from all over the state that agree. I got my regular cast of characters. I got Delma from Delmar. I got George from Lake George. I got Troy from Troy and the newest member of our syndicate, Pearl from Pearling. So here's my offer. If one of those two does not win, Davon Rogers or Ann Terry, I will donate to a personal charity of your choice. Have a good week. Wow, we have a mysterious new fan who seems to be a... Yeah, Mr. Robert Wonderful, if that's your name. Bobby Wonderful. Right. I was was trying to be formal. We don't know if he goes by Robert. Yeah, we don't don't, know could be short for Bobbert. <clears throat> it could be Bobbert, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I like the intensity with which he's joining the stage here. Yeah, I mean, he's he speaks with a clarity about his expectations for the show that I certainly lack. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on in this show. He also, he has a, like, he seems authoritative. Like, it sounds like he's either done a lot of research or maybe he's some sort of big brother expert. Or he's faking it entirely. But where did he get their names? And he even pronounced Davon right, which I got wrong in our last episode. Yeah, who who did he predict would be the winners? Davon and Ian, which I think are good picks. Who's Ian? Ian is the one with autism. We just talked about him. Right. I could see. Yeah, I could see either one of them going all the way. Oh wait, we got hold on. We, the show's back. We'll come back after the commercial. Why is it such a short commercial? Sometimes, sometimes it's ten minutes. Sometimes it's thirty seconds. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. We just learned that you cannot pause CBS All Access. Yeah, we're, we're new to this whole uh, watching that, it I'm live. I'm sorry, game. what am I paying for if I can't pause this? I don't know. We're paying to watch commercials for $5 footlongs. Like, what, what are we doing here? It's a goddamn joke. If anyone out there knows if we can upgrade to a version of CBS All Access where we don't have commercials and we can pause it. I thought we could. We can definitely do no commercials, but I didn't think that was worth paying for. But if I could also pause it, then maybe. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, Bobbert Wonderful, do we buy his his betting odds? Um, I mean, he spoke with authority. Yeah. Uh, so I'm inclined to follow because I'm a weak person. Yeah. Um, okay. So he said Ian or Davon. <laughs> yeah. I see it. I mean, I think Davon has a lot to prove this season, and I think she's gonna. She seems to be thinking really strategically. Yeah, she does seem to be like actually hustling yeah um and ian like i really believe in ian i really i think that no matter how good he is at this game people always underestimate him and i think that will 
honestly, they should have backdoored him last yeah. week. Yeah. Or this week. Like, now that they have not backdoored, like, they didn't... I think Cody and Enzo should have used the veto, backdoored Ian. Nobody would have held it against them because... He's a, he's already won. I feel like everybody would have been on board with like, sorry, we like you, but you already won this game once. Yeah. Well, I guess we should start looking for the charity that. Um, oh right. Robert Wonderful uh, will be. Mr. Wonderful, to. I wonder if you could tell us how much money we're talking. Like, is this? He he, he sort of. It was sort of weird that he left out how much he was going <laughs> to donate. Um, like a Boston Terrier charity, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We have a Boston Terrier. Um, okay, well, uh, Bobby, wonderful. Thank you for calling in. It's great to meet yeah. you. Um, I'm sure that Michael and Brooke will welcome you with open arms. Um, I'm and I, I assume he's plugged into the uh, you know odds making market for for this yeah, sort of thing. Which we've so we've never I would, investigated. I yeah. would love to hear updates on that. Yeah, I know it'll be it'll be interesting to see if this mysterious figure sticks around throughout the season. Yeah, seems like the type who might just pop in and then move on to bigger and better things, you know? Uh, we'll see. It just seems like an important guy. He's like, got a lot going on, you know? <laughs> um, all right, we're going to go back to the show, and yes. then after the eviction, we will come back and do a little recap. Yes. Okay. Bye. Well, not bye, just we'll oh. be right back. See you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just watched the episode. Wait, I have a new theory. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Is Big Brother some kind of weird cult? I... I don't know. I... I... Left with some pretty extreme confusion at the end of that episode. Um, the two things that uh, had nothing to do with gameplay that I can't quite wrap my head around is <laughs> Julie Chen Moonves. Warning us, it seems like. Uh, it, uh, very stern. R- reminding us of the golden rule. But in a very like ominous way, no? Yeah, it felt ominous. It felt as if she was responding to something horrible that happened, but we don't know what happened. Yeah. Do you want to um, tell people what the golden rule is in case they missed it? Uh, do unto say, no, others. Say no, say how she did. What did, what did she say? She, she said it ominously. I, I don't, I, I, I can't okay, channel, I can't is. channel Juni, Julie Chen Moonves right now. Um, but it's, it's just do unto others as you would have um, done unto you. Yeah. Right? But she said it in a way that sounded like a threat or something. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Um, and uh, she doesn't normally close a show no. with anything Super other than. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I could it be just sort of the social upheaval of the. <sighs> The coronavirus? I mean, that seems like a weird... I don't... I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, and what was the second weird thing that we can't figure out? Uh, the second weird thing was... I mean, unless I miss something incredibly obvious... And they do always have them. It's just they don't usually draw so much attention to them. Yeah, the the protein shaker things, like the the um, drink shakers. There was a point earlier in the episode where they were like, hey, there's a shaker with everyone's name on it in the in the kitchen. And they were like, "Oh, okay," and then at the and then they never addressed it until the end. They all started drinking from the shakers. Yeah. Is this a Julie Chen Moonves suicide cult? Wouldn't you join a Julie Chen Moonves <laughs> suicide cult? What a way to go, huh? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Imagine Julie saying confusing, ominous sayings to you, and then you just drink some poison, and then you just go to sleep. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was weird. I felt like there was a a storyline that was not 
connected or something or I feel like it's going to be one of those things that like Big Brother fans who watch the feeds understand and we just well not the Julie Chen thing but the yeah, yeah. the shakers. Anyway, more importantly, I feel like the Julie Chen thing was an apolitical way of saying like be good to each other or something. Get, there were so many less weird ways for her to deliver that. Also like She's, like, really not the person who should be delivering a message know, like that, obviously. Ms. Moonvez. I know. Chen <laughs> Moonvez, okay? Um, anyway, we just saw the new HOH comp. Memphis won, which I'm very disappointed by. Yeah. Especially because I just saw on Twitter that, um, I guess all week, Memphis has been saying if he won, he would put um, Ian and Bailey up. Hmm. Okay. And he's scared of Janelle and Kaser. So, like, all the people that I like. Huh. Okay, weird. We just don't need to get this season off to the whole, like, it's white dudes controlling the first six HOHs, and then they send all the ladies and people of color out. Yeah. We don't really need to do that it, here. It really sucked that, like... Um, I'm sorry, Young Sheldon is still on? Oh, my God, it's probably... Are like, there new episodes of this show? I think we're watching a new episode of it right oh now. Oh, my God. I love Young Sheldon. Yeah, that's my DJ name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't want to like react in that way immediately, but, um, it was really disappointing that like the, it, it's like every time the season starts, it like snaps to this like completely, yeah. um, familiar format where like the white bros, I don't even know if it's an age thing at this point on the show because, like, Memphis is older or whatever. Yeah, it's just white dudes. Yeah, it's like if you're a white dude who's, like, really into wearing your hat backwards and, like, I don't know, lifting weights or something, like, you find your other guys and then, like, you're immediately this, like, force that destroys the house. It sucks. Yeah. I wish there would be a season. I would love a season where, like, the... I mean, maybe this has happened because I'm not a... Wrap up your thought because this is really rambly. Okay, sorry. I'm not a long-term Big Brother watcher. I've only watched, like, yes, four seasons. When yes, I, um, I understand you're tired of doing the podcast, but I'm still <laughs> doing the podcast. Um, I think it would be interesting if there was a season where, like, that, that initial formation of force that happens in every season was, like female like i know and there's never a successful has, female has that ever happened where like the initial show of power is like female or i mean there's always a female alliance that forms but then it's like the same day one of them goes and rats everybody else out it always happens right but like every season that i've watched so far like that that initial cluster of power that starts on day one that carries like almost all the way through the season. Has it ever not been just sort of like a, a bro alliance? Well, that happens because Big Brother didn't used to have a bunch of bros on every season, so it used to be harder to do. Yeah. But it happens because they band together because men are terrible and they only like people who are just like them. And it, they stay long because they're good at comps because so many of the competitions are athletic. Yeah. And fucking rigged towards men, so... Yeah, it sucks. I mean, we did see the formation of a Bailey and Devon alliance. Yeah. I'm excited about the, the beginnings of that. Um, I really wish that Kaser and Janelle would get their shit together and form an alliance because I feel like right now, I mean, Cody and Enzo are in two alliances, and Cody was saying that between the two, they have 11 votes. So it's like as long as one of those 11 people wins the next, what is it, five HOHs. Yeah. They can just vote everybody else off one by one. Like, if you have the numbers, that's it. Although, I would really love to see Janelle start playing, like, 
she's been talking a lot of game, but then, like, she and Kayser just voted with the house. Like, I do feel like she could have tried harder to get Keisha to stay, so she had another number, but... Is it possible that she's from a different era of no, the show? No, fuck no. No? No, because none of these new people know how to play strategically. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they won a couple... Although, yeah, this comp shouldn't have gone to him because this could have been anybody. It didn't need to be a dude. That was yeah. disappointing. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, it, it was it's the not, result here's of the, thing, the competition, like, we're not, but... We, like, I'm not disappointed by default when white men win stuff. That's okay. I know they win stuff sometimes. It's how they fucking act after they win stuff. Yeah. Where they target the women and they target the people that aren't like them and they, like, they're not playing strategically. Yeah, I mean, it's also, like, it's not even how they react after they win. It's just the, like, and maybe this is the crafting of the narrative of the show, but it's, like, the whole... You know, Memphis and what's his name? Uh, Cody. Cody are like, yo, bro, yo, bro, what's up, bro? We're the commission, bro. Hey, you know, like, yeah. li- like, it's just. Uh, All right. It, well, we're not yeah. losing hope. Let's turn this around and end this on a positive note. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm right about the point in the season where I start saying I'm never going to watch. I know, the show but again. that's boring for people to listen to, so we don't really <laughs> need to go down that path yet. Okay. There's still hope. There's the safety suite. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And we're, you know, it's like it's week one. Yeah, so huh, I hope it gets better. <laughs> let's let's remain optimistic. Yeah. Let's hope that everybody we're rooting for, which is everyone but the bros, steps their shit up and doesn't yep. get pushed around like they do every season. This is All-Stars, and we do have a large number of people who are from older seasons who don't, like, who hopefully won't let that fly. Yeah. Um, okay, any final parting words? Um... Send us a message. If you're listening to this, there is a link in the show notes. Click on it and send us a message and say hello. Yeah. And remember the golden rule. Always be closing. Right? Sure. Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I sort of thought you were going to say something funnier. No. Nope. How many beers did you have? Two. Two? Yeah. Total? Yeah. You seem like you had six beers. Really? I think you're just tired. I am tired. Yeah. Here's the thing. When I'm tired, you could be more entertaining to make up for it. You don't have to be boring to me. Oh. This is, this is what marriage is like. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, you have to end on a better note. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this show sucks. Watch no, something Eric, better? No. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry I yelled. Everyone listened. Um... Um, what did you think of Julie's <clears throat> outfit tonight? Bad. <laughs> I thought it was fine. No. It wasn't really appropriate for hosting like this was, show. It looked it like was... it was made out of garbage. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Go back and watch a Paul season. That's what I would recommend. Eric. What? Why don't you say the Big Brother sign off? Expect the expected. Big Brother. <laughs> no, say it. It's what people come here for. What, are they, what is it? Expect the unexpected. And then what? Big Brother. Save the show like in the fun way. What's wrong? I really think you have like brain damage or something. It's so weird. Big Brother.